Hello, everybody. It's Tony Todd. You're listening to The Statement Show with Zach and Terry. From the Night Shift Crew Studios in the D.C. metro area, this is The Statement Show. The lights are on. Hey, guys. It's Ivonica Gabba of Macabre Theater, and you're listening to Terry and Zach on The Statement Show. Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to The Statement Show with Zach and Terry. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Howdy, y'all. This is Michael Hawk, Green Beret combat veteran and TV personality. You're listening to The Statement Show with Zach and Terry. So get ready to make a statement. Welcome back to another edition of The Statement Show. I'm Terry James. And I'm Zach Chahey. And you're listening to the podcast that fits a no category. Tonight, we have actor Tony Todd, best known for Candyman, as well as Star Trek, Night of the Living Dead, and Platoon, and many other film and TV shows too many to bring up right here. So tonight, we have Tony Todd on. What else can you say? Mr. Todd, how are you, sir? Hey, what's happening, everybody? I don't mind if you list all the credits, you know. I like like. I like hearing some of the ones besides the ones you already mentioned. Oh, yeah. It would take us an hour and a half to sit here and list them all, though. (laughs) It would (laughs) Well, you want to know something funny, uh, Tony? Here's here's what's hilarious. So I'm sitting here and I'm talking to uh, my family and I said, you know, I'm uh, I'm going to be interviewing Tony Todd this week. And my my son, he's 15. He goes now. Now, you know, you've got what uh, over 100 different theatrical, at least films and television credits to your name. And you know what he says? Wait a minute. Wasn't he? he says, wasn't he Admiral Briggs in Call of Duty? Said, ah, he said, of course, that would appeal to a 15 year old. You know, right? I said, yeah. He goes, well, hey, ask him a question for me, dad. I said, what do you want me to ask? He goes, like, was was all that when he was doing the um, he was actually in the sound booth and he was doing everything. Was that was that actually his words there or or was that a script that he had to read off or was that something that he could improvise on? Because he just thinks that your character is the most amazing thing ever. Uh, well, since, uh, what's your son's name? What was it? Trenton. Trenton. Well, huh? tell Trenton that it was all scripted. You know, in the world of voiceover for, uh, video games, they're very precise. And, uh, the most challenging thing that for me, I had to be in a mocap suit, uh, mm-hmm. literally with the 80 points of light all over me in a Navy SEAL wetsuit. And, you know, everything was improv in terms of the physical props. There was no, it was just us. Looking around, a bunch of guys in wetsuits and bats on them, and um, all those uh, infamous uh, CSs that my character Admiral Briggs had to say were all scripted. Every all sixty-seven of them. <laughs> wow, man! Did yeah. you find like any sort of like personal connection? I mean, did you like actually play as him when 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 it was all finished? Did you actually play Call of Duty, or was it just? It oh yeah, I played Call of Duty before I got it. I mean, yeah. I'm a gamer, so uh, oh really? I just worked up a, I just worked with a director that did Dishonored 2, and he just gave me a big clue because I was stuck on that game on how I can uh, unstuck myself. So that's what I'm going to do later on when I get home. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I love Call of Duty. When they called me for that job, it was between me and one other person who was a friend of mine. And by 4 o'clock, we got the call, but then I couldn't talk about it. It was the most challenging uh, situation I ever had. I couldn't speak about it for a good eight months, not even to friends, family, or close pets, because <laughs> they will have to you out and have you exterminated if you reveal secrets such as the Call of Duty franchise. <laughs> I bet so, that was just, It was horrible, just like the one I did today, which I can't. As soon as I get there, I said, I said so when is this coming out? And they tell me it's they're not going to announce the cast to, to, to probably March of 2018. Oh, wow. So once again, I'm stuck with an untenable situation. <laughs> but this one is really big. 
Now, really, really, really big. When when you said he recognized you as a certain character, what did you at first? You were going to say something else. What did you think he was going to recognize you as? Because I know what I thought. I, I, yeah, I thought maybe it was Flash related or something. Okay, right, right. Right. that's my oldest yeah, son there because that's what's going on right now with the with the youth movement and where I'm at. But I was I was pleasantly surprised with the uh, Call of Duty. See, I, I would have thought you, you know, ask him when you get when you get home. What did he do when it came time to either kill me or let me go? No, no, no. No, and I'm going to give you the answer because he actually gave me that answer. He said, and I quote, "I will never kill Admiral Briggs. I will never <laughs> kill." Him. That's his exact words to me. That's awesome, but you won't get to the end of the game if you do. So <laughs> right, takes take people a little bit of time to figure that out. Well, he didn't. He didn't want to curse too much, but he says. You know, that was one of his major questions because he said, was he just making these words up because your your terminology as Admiral Briggs was cocksucker all the time. And he was like, right. I wonder if he I wonder if he actually was allowed to say that or was that something that was given to no, him? So that, that's, that was scripted. <laughs> that came from the mind of a, of a probably a 19 year old script writer. <laughs> so you, you look, know, you look at it. You look at your son who thinks <laughs> of all that. And when I think of Tony Todd, I'm thinking uh, obviously platoon because that's mm-hmm. uh, I remember you first from that and of course I was a big Star Trek fan so I remember you as Kern um, uh, and of course well you know, both both of those both of those projects hold a special place in my heart platoon was my very first film mm-hmm. and uh, you know Star Trek led to the whole fandom universe I had, I had no idea what a convention was until I did Star Trek and yeah. uh, to be to, to to for the first character to be Kern such a magnificent Klingon warrior was was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, uh, the whole cast working with Michael Dorn and I mean, uh, I just, the only thing I, I, I wish is they won more awards and I don't think they got enough awards uh, for that show. Um, no, but you know what? But there's so many people to this day. It's, it's part of the legacy and the Hollywood Reporter just made a list of the top 100 shows of the entire Star Trek franchise. And I'm happy that I was in three out of the 100, mm-hmm. uh, Seeing that I wasn't a regular, with uh, the visitor being number thirteen of all time, so I'm really I'll stand by that. I'm honored. And the great episode you did on Deep Space Nine, yeah. So right, <laughs> right, yeah, it was wonderful. Jake Sisko's an old man. I mean, that had a lot of history. The woman that raised me had recently passed away, and I was like totally inconsolable. We were best friends. She was with me every step of the way of becoming, and not only an actor but a young man and a the young man with options in life mm-hmm. and uh that's they gave me that script out of the out of the blue and it was like i was channeling her it was like she was telling me to get up get get continue on i'm okay you're gonna be great you know go back to work and that's what we did wow yeah I, that it was funny because when when i knew we had you on i had a, had a buddy that said oh my goodness tony todd man i remember i had a i had a, a formal girlfriend of his, he said that he used to repeat Candyman anytime he got around a mirror and his girlfriend would just get pissed off at him every single time <laughs> that, that he would do it. And I said, that's how I got to know Tony Todd. That's how I really knew <laughs> you is Candyman because what I loved about Candyman was it had that, you know, had the urban myth thing to it and it was just so scary because it was this, there was this little thought process of if I say this, will this really happen? You know, it's not, but you right. know, there was just something about that movie. And I would imagine, I guess m- maybe not. I mean, but I would imagine for you, that seems like the, the one character probably that most people come to you and talk to you about, I would say, or at least a lot of the comic cons and things. 
Yeah, when I'm in the fan world, yeah, that's probably the most. But, you know, I'm able to sidestep different things. Like my height, anybody that knows me knows that I come from the theater. And theater is what turns me on and what makes me breathe. And, uh, you know, in the theater circle, they, they don't care about movies, much less franchises. So uh, that's how I keep it humble. Um, I'm happy with Candyman. He, you know, he definitely changed my life. But it's not the end or the beginning. Sure. Um, and I, but I appreciate, you know, I think that both Clyde Barker and Bernard were able to tap into something. Uh, Bernard Rose was able to tap into some sort of Ziggler's that, that tickled the imagination of the audiences. And, um, you know, we'll never be the same because of it. Projects. And, you know, that's all that Fangoria just uh, gave me a, a lifetime uh, achievement award, which I, I found. You know, flattering. Consider the, the three. It was there for one and only. Unfortunately, the magazine is no longer being published, but uh, at least hard copy. <laughs> um, but to be in company with Gail Ann Hurd and Boris Karloff, you know, mm-hmm. personally, I think Bella Lugosi should be be there before me. But you know, it's it's quite an honor, and I can't wait to receive receive it. It absolutely is. That's congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you, man. Do you get uh, asked? Let's see if it trickles, trickles down and gets more and more work. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I never, I have friends that I went to school with. I went to a great school back in Providence, Rhode Island, Trinity Rep, Repertory Theater, which won a Tony Award for Excellence. And out of the 22 classmates, there's two of us that work a lot. One of them is a sound guy, Bob Sacchetti, dear friend of mine, the guy that I'm writing a movie for. But people call me and say, why, how, why are you, not me? And, uh, you know, there's no answer to that. You have to have there's a certain amount of tenacity. You can't have a time limit on when it is that your ship is going to come in. And you have to be fearless. You have to you have to just know in your heart that this is this is what I'm destined to do. And that's what what's my career has allowed me to do. You know, it's not it's not a lottery ticket situation of hoping and praying that it happens. You have to. Yeah, it's got to be in your DNA. You got to be willing to say cocksucker whenever they ask you to. <laughs> <laughs> to honor Trenton. Wow. <laughs> so that's Candyman horror movie. Were you in a lot of horror movies? Because uh, I already know you from the, uh, you did the remake for Night of the Living Dead as well, too, didn't you? You were Ben. Right. The Final yeah. yeah, that was, that was, that was my first, that was my first horror film. Oh, man, that was. Yeah. You're, yeah, all I got to say is I'm going to work with. Amazing. So. Uh, I got to work with Tom Savini Mm -hmm. and uh, it was, was, you know, another secret to longevity in this business is to, to try not to offend people you work with. And I know that's easier said than done, but I've been blessed. I've been lucky. Most of the directors I've worked with are and remain good friends of mine. Tom is definitely right up there. Bernard Rose who wrote and directed Candyman, another great friend, you know, try not to burn your bridges. And that's difficult sometimes, particularly when you're young, you know, you're talkier, you want to say fuck off, uh, but, uh, you know, just go with the flow. It takes, it takes a team of people to build a bridge from one shore to the other. So everybody's got an important point of view. Absolutely. Yeah. I had saw on Twitter that you were, you were doing some theater not too long ago or you're still doing it now or, yeah. or no, no, we just wrapped. I wrapped about two weeks ago, two weeks um, ago. Uh, yeah. Did, yeah. Did 40, 44 performances, eight shows a week in my hometown of Hartford, Connecticut. It was great. Good way to your, start the year doing yeah. some honest work. That's your show? passion. Yeah. Yes, sir. What was the yes, show sir. that you did? What it's was real. You're right. It was called right, Sunset Baby. It was written by Dominique Morissey, who was on the writing staff of Shameless. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's won all kinds of awards. Uh, we were the sixth production to be done of it. Three character play. I play a father who was a former revolutionary that spent 25 years in prison. Come out, try to reunite with my daughter, who I last saw when I was three. And, of course, things aren't the same as what you remember. 
So it was lovely, wonderful time, exhausting. It took me a week of just decompression. Hmm. That's why I couldn't give you guys an interview right away. But uh, <laughs> sure. today is my first reemergence. I uh, did a great voiceover today, uh, talking to you, and I tested for a TV series last week uh, that uh, looks really good, but unfortunately, it just got postponed for about six months, so, you know, it's the story of an actor's life. Next I, week, I got another pilot that I'm reading for, for CBS, so, you know, I don't worry about these things. My life no. is great. One of them, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not overstepping boundaries here, but it may, maybe it was just the Internet or maybe you can or cannot talk about it. But one of them was with what Kevin Smith, correct? Yeah, I already did that. That I can talk about. We did that back okay. in uh, November. Right, um, right. How, is is that, that a go? No, dude, that's on radio silence right now, which oh, I totally okay. don't understand, considering Kevin Smith's popularity. And oh, we did goodness. the reading down at uh, the comedy club, you know, and I mean, an improv club theater in, in L.A., where every famous uh, comedian ever graced the stage has appeared. I mean, when I went in there, I walked through the little hallway. You see, look, they have thumbprints of Richard Pryor, you know, Sam Kinison, everybody. Robin Williams has been on that stage. So yeah, was, that was a project called Intelligentsia, and uh, we'll find out what's going on. Call Kevin. Ask him. <laughs> where it is. <laughs> We have, we've you know, been trying to get Kevin on the show. <laughs> I am. Well, I know he does a lot of podcasts. You're right on that. Well, he has a lot of his yeah. own podcasts. He does. <laughs> so, he yeah. does. That's true. That's it. But I think he, he likes like showing up at odd places as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. It's like, uh, not that you guys are necessarily odd. Yeah, we're kind of. You're in DC. Hey, we're all <laughs> good with that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Weren't you born in DC? <laughs> Yes, I was. Right, right. I was so, born in D.C., left when I was three. I saw what it was like, and I packed my bags, went down to the train station, from a guy let me off in Newark, New Jersey, and I hitched all the way to Connecticut. Well, <laughs> when you make your way back here, if you make your way back here, you're going to have to look us up, man. It, cause, uh, I will. You know, this, was, this was a short amount of time, but I, you know, I get it because you've been busy all day, and we could not be any more happier if even had you on. I appreciate even. Well, you know what? Here's another secret to success. Always honor your word. I told you guys I'd do you it. Did. You reached out to me when I was still doing the play. And always keep your word. Your word is mine. You're right, man. Absolutely. I, so like I, I said, man, I, I, I cannot, I can, we cannot, we cannot begin to thank you so much for, for, uh, you know, coming on the show. You've been terrific about everything. And, uh, you know, we're not going to keep you. We know you, it's been a long day for you, but, uh, we wish you nothing but success. You're, you're such a fantastic for every interview that I listen to from you. You just sound like such an amazing person now that I've actually I, had I, the opportunity to talk to life. you. Yeah, man. I love you life, know, my brother. We, it's all I can good. Tell. I can tell, man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, anyway. Though, and I got I, two kids of my own that are all out of college, you know. What, <laughs> what am I going to do? This is, this is a wonderful life. <laughs> out of college. Right. Oh, jeez. Listen to this. Out of college. Jeez. Well, I got two. That yeah, well, hey, it does, it does get there eventually. Trust me. You know, <laughs> my daughter, she spent from 14 to 15 not speaking to me at all. Now we're best buds. So there's always hope. 
Yeah. Of course. That's how it goes. <laughs> You're the most That's uncool person in the world for a while. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You know how it is. <laughs> I do. I know exactly how it is. But no, hey, man, we don't want to hold you. And thank you so much for uh, for joining hey. us today. We wish you nothing but thank success. You. Good as luck. Soon as, I get something, as soon as I get something uh, really big and breaking that I can talk about, I'll contact you guys, okay? Hey, that do. works. That works hey, for you us. Got, you, right. got my, you got my number, man. Please do. I do. Thank you. All right, All Tony. Right. Thanks a lot. Night, everybody. Have, have a good one, Listening to the statement show, please. Thanks, man. Thanks, Tony. All right. Well, okay. So Zach and I, I guess, probably have to go back a little bit. It's it. This was this was a little bit difficult for us. This interview obviously wasn't as long as as our normal interviews, and that's a little bit on our end. A little bit. Not all interviews. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's the misconception. I think a lot of people probably think not all interviews are going to be an hour and a half. (laughs) Not everybody has that kind of time, and no, they don't. I mean, I think they probably got used to tuning into an, an hour long episode and that's just not the case at all times. And again, though, you got to figure we got in touch with Tony. Tony has been in the studio doing voiceovers pretty much all day mm-hmm. and took the time to, to you know take 15 minutes out of his time for us. And hey, I'm I'm happy with that. He was he's a great person and, and we definitely appreciate that. And by the way, I wasn't kidding when I said um, <laughs> his his list of films and TV shows are too long to list. If you look him up on Wikipedia. Oh my God! Oh. All over the place. You're not He's kidding. done everything. I mean, Simon mm. and Simon, Twenty One Jump Street, Kate and Alley, Night Court, MacGyver, Matlock. I mean, if, it's if a, any, oh, come on. oh Law and Order, any, The X Files. I mean, Star if anyone Trek. that is younger than. 30 right now that's listening they're gonna go what the hell simon and simon you know i know i mean that's more me i love it 24 batmans i mean uh, that's just that's just the tv shows and i'm only naming a few i mean yeah so uh and and like you were saying with the flash and like you know like you were talking about the three generations of star trek and 24 and and, and it it just keeps going on and on and on Mm -hmm. And, and when you can do theater you can do tv you can do movies and then to be recognized now through the younger generation uh, through through a video game, you're doing something right. I mean, you are doing it good right now. Well, to me, I thought he was going to say that when you first started talking about it, um, I thought he was going to start saying things like, um, I thought he was going to recognize me as uh, uh, Star Trek from Kern, as Kern, but I guess mm-hmm. no. So uh, I would, I guess that's me and not uh, that's my age group and and the age group that of your son. It's more going to be the video games, and that's where it is today. I guess major actors are recognized for those parts. Well, so, I think my old son and my middle son would probably do the would say the Flash. I would probably say our age group would be that uh, Star Trek or or even you know obviously Candyman and the Final Destination movies, you know that. And then the the much younger generation is going to go with the Call of Duty game. Yeah. And well, I, I, so I want to mention one movie with Tony Todd that I never got to mention on the interview. So if he listens to the interview, I want to say I do appreciate a film that he was in. It's probably a, not a really well-known movie, but it was on Netflix and I caught it. And I, it's an amazing movie. It's called Man, the Man from Earth. It's uh, it came out in 2007, and basically, it's not an action movie, but they all sit in this room. Oh, spoiler! I know we're big on the whole spoiler thing. So, spoiler if you don't want to know how it goes, uh, tune it off <laughs> now and basically don't listen to the rest of the show. But you listen to the important <laughs> part. But anyway, uh, Man from Earth, 2007. It's on Netflix. Look it up. Basically, they're all in a room, and this is a, a teacher who's leaving the school, and Tony Todd's one of the teachers. They all come there to wish the guy well as he's leaving, and the guy, and they all want to know why he's leaving. Uh, he's in the height of his life and career, and 
And he explains to them, and, you know, it's just that time. But he decides to sit down with him and have a story with him and tells them all that he hasn't done this before. And he figured he'd give it a try. So he tells them a story, basically, that um, they all start t- talking hypothetically, kind of a like a game when it first begins, talking about what would you do if you met a caveman but met him today? How would he look? How would he act? Never aged? Uh, you know, things like that. And, and the story kind of goes like that. The whole idea is that the guy they're talking to, the teacher that's leaving, he leaves everywhere every 12 to 15 years and people start to recognize that he's not aging. Well, the idea is he is the caveman that never aged and never died and grew up through the centuries and in and, and, and hundreds and thousands of years. And, uh, so, uh, it starts out as hypothetical, then hypothetical, and then people start believing that. So, uh, cool movie. Um, but I think, People should check it out. Man from Earth. And of course, he's in Final Destination, Candyman Platoon. So he's in a bunch of stuff to, to check out. But I think that stood out for me is because it, it's not one of those big action movies people are into. Mm-hmm. It's right. there. It is primarily in this house in one room. And the whole movie is just basically in this one room. You know, uh, so it's <laughs> you're just in one location. But <laughs> all the actors that take part in that series are fantastic in that sh- in, in that show so mm-hmm. uh, definitely check it out man uh, the man from earth and, and check out all tony's projects and uh check out when he's going on uh on uh, no other uh, pro as far as like um theater and things like that i can't get it mm-hmm. theater yep. things like that so it, it's hard to pinpoint because he's got so many things going on like you said you're doing he really TV. does he's, he's doing yeah. tv show pilots and he's got you do one, you do another one, and then six months later, you do another one. And then if you're lucky, one of them gets a pilot. And then if you're lucky, that gets picked up and or you do 10 of them and nothing ever happens. So it's like you <laughs> said, right. it's the life of an actor. But you got to you got to love it his, really is. You got to love his, uh, his 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 ethic as far as yeah. saying, like keeping your word. Your word has got to mean something. And I do believe that your word's got to mean something. So um so, I mean, when if you're thinking about just the fact that listen to what Zach just said on all the credits that this man has, all the movies he's doing one, uh, he's voicing over for the you know for the Flash, just all these crazy things that he's doing right now, and took the time to to talk to us. I mean that 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 says something for a human being right there. That mm-hmm. really does. That says something for for what kind of man we're talking about. Like I say, I just love the fact that every time I've ever seen an interview with him. He's so kind. He's generally listens to the, you know, to, to everyone's questions. He's he's never been quick about anything. He's, you know, and I love the fact that he's went from movies to TVs to theater to games. It's just he's so well versed. And that's the reasoning why I think that we wanted him in the first place on the show. When you can Absolutely. talk to someone like that, you know. So, so like you were yeah. saying, we'd love to get Kevin Smith on. I love it. So just, oh. you know, it's not easy getting some of these guests and trying to get a hold mm. of the actual person, you know, because you have a lot of people asking for interviews and they have to decide who they're going to take an interview with. And so that's why I said we don't like to take cheap shots and we don't like to ask stupid questions. So, yeah, but yeah, we I, I enjoyed Tony. That was a, it was a pretty good interview. So. And uh, Tony, if you have Kevin Smith's number, time to call us. <laughs> yeah, hey, by all means. Tony's on Twitter. We're on the Statement Show at the Statement Show on Facebook. So that's a new thing. I want to. I want to tell uh, Chris what was the last name Instagram again? And well, Chris, you, you're going to try to pronounce oh, it. I mean, you, no. What would you call? You were calling it, calling her DiGiorno. I was calling her damn pizza. So it's not <laughs> delivery. <laughs> no, so, but Chris, Chris would be very happy that we have an Instagram and we have a Facebook. You sure. know, at least it's we had a Facebook. It just wasn't very good. No, and thanks to her, <laughs> it's growing. And I want to thank hey, her personally. Absolutely. Um, so you can find. Uh, 
uh, Tony Tan on Twitter. You can and you can uh, message us on and get a hold of us and follow us on Facebook at the Statement Show. You can search us out that way. The at the Statement Show. Uh, Terry, how do they find us on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter is at Statement Show. Instagram is at Statement Show. Of course, the website, thestatementshow.com. Like Zach said, Facebook, The Statement Show. We're all over the place, man. Chris has got us in check now, doesn't she? Oh, yeah. So we're growing. Um, but your, your, your subscriptions, your, your, your emails, asking questions, this is all part of the package deal. So thanks to you, we keep going. We have more guests coming on and we right. just try to get the people people want to hear. So not easy all the time, but you know, we do it. But, uh, some of the last couple of guests we had, you know, uh, Tony and Michael yep. Hawk and Chris, oh, and these are Chris. all. Yeah, I had a great time interviewing them and then hopefully have some of our previous guests come back on. But if you can, if you go to our website, you can listen to all our shows. Click at the link and go to all, listen to all the shows. We've talked to Brie Olson and Jackie Joy, Michael Hawk from the, you know, he was on the Discovery Channel with his own show and it uh, has if a lot of If you like wrestling, Kurt Angle, Lillian oh, Garcia. Yeah, you know? definitely. So that's, that's another Which, thing. We're going to try to get some WWE stars on if we can. Um, mm-hmm. more anyway. Uh, Which by the way, folks, I don't know. I mean, we're not going to gloat, but we're going to gloat. The Kurt Angle interview took off on Yahoo. Google News was all over the place. It took off. So we're patting ourselves on the back a little bit there. Sure. Yeah, 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 we're not. Yeah. The fact that we're giddy about that. <laughs> told you. Yeah, all 10 of our listeners. <laughs> That's not true. No, you're right. That it's at least true. 11. <laughs> so if you want to add your son in, that, yeah, that would be 11. No, yeah, 11 and a half. Yeah. yeah, there you go. 11. <laughs> you only listen to half the show, right? <laughs> right, right. So again, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're constantly trying to tweak the format. It's not easy either. So anybody wants to send us an email, if somebody wants to come on the show, by all means, go to the statement show.com, hit the contact page and go ahead and uh, send us an email. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on Facebook and do the same and, and hit us on a, send us a message. So agree. Yeah. That means the lights are out. Another episode of the statement show. See ya. Always keep your word. Your word is mine. You're right. I will never kill Admiral Briggs. I will never <laughs> kill him. That's his exact words to me. Yeah, it's got to be in your DNA. you got to be willing to say cocksucker whenever they ask you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's happening, everybody? I don't mind if you list all the credits. You know, I, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like hearing some of the ones besides the ones you already mentioned. Keep listening to the statement show. Peace.